Welcome to this Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hi, I'm James Lynch. Welcome to the Perceptive Readers. This is James Lynch. And today is the day that we uh, finish the special spiritual thoughts week. As stated in the previous podcast, I mentioned how every year about this time, we normally do something special. Last year, it was a poetry week where I highlighted different poetry from different authors and different backgrounds and culture. Okay. And this week, uh, because of the uh, a nature of conversations that I've had over the past year, if not years, I wanted to actually relate some of the encouraging scriptures uh, that are in the Holy Bible to make you aware that answers are in there and that if you continue to read uh, the book, the good book, you can find out these things uh, for yourself. Now, before I actually get into the topic that will conclude all of this together from this week on something that's very important that you want to always apply, I want to show you that God's word actually promises that you can get to understand it and actually apply it in your life um, the verse that I am going to read or the verses are in Psalms 1. And this is in the New World Translation. And I told you I want to read it from here because it has God's name in it. And I want you to be able to, in this conclusion, culmination of everything we talked about, to know what God's name is. This is God's name. In book one of Psalms, it says, Happy is the man, and of course woman, but happy is the man who does not walk according to the advice of the wicked, and does not stand on the path of sinners, and does not sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of Jehovah. And he reads his law in an undertone day and night. In verse 3 it says, He will be like a tree planted by streams of water, a tree that produces fruit in its season, the foliage of which does not wither, and everything he does will succeed. Now, that doesn't mean that necessarily that you're not going to have business proposals fall through or things of that nature. But as far as succeed, that people sometimes say, I want to get to know God. I want to have a relationship with this grand creator, this God whose name is Jehovah, but feel like I've tried many times in the past and it just didn't work the way I wanted to. When verse 3, it is assuring you, you're pursuing this in the spiritual way and he will make himself known to you as another Bible passage say. And along with that, it says at times it requires hard work 
as well as if you're digging for treasure to develop this relationship and to gain this knowledge of God at times. You see, you know, I've told you about persons in times past who were battling with things in their life, battling with depression, battling with losses of loved ones. And you know what they ended up doing? They ended up actually taking a bowel with themselves. Every time you knew it, they had a Bible somewhere around them or somewhere on them. And they would read when they were in lines. They would read uh, during breaks. They would also read sometimes <laughs> even between um, when commercials came on or something. If it was a show they were, they were watching, they literally read a lot and they over the years, not only read the Bible through several times, several times over, they gained a deeper understanding of God's knowledge. You see, his love, his love for them, maybe the trauma that they experienced, and of course, how he feels about the earth and love for other humans, you see, and how he even deals with ones who don't even care anything about his name. So in verse three, you keep in mind, you want to know and understand these things. Don't give up uh, no more than you would uh, uh, stop digging for that gold or silver or treasure that somebody told you that, hey, here's the map and look, it's right in your own backyard, <laughs> you see? And then, and then you go and you get it and, and then you're rich in abundance and spiritual things and good things forever all right now with that said if you notice it was talking about that they do not sit in the seat of scoffers you see uh, when I think of scoffers today I also think about other terms are not only somebody that's saying oh no it's not or you don't know what you're talking about but uh, you know, I think of also the the added meaning of gaslighters, uh, people who uh, once again um, uh, try to uh, scam you or all sorts of stuff like that. OK, now. This leads us into the subject that we're going to finish with and how important that you apply this. OK. That's if you really want to not only have good and true relationships, uh, but you will be able to keep them. What I'm going to share with you, you cannot relegate it or pass it on to someone else if you really want to resolve things. Okay. What is that subject? That subject is talking about not only love, not only forgiveness, but communication that keeps and develops the love and also bestows forgiveness. See, sometimes uh, you will run into situations and for whatever reason, uh, persons may not want to uh, talk about this situation or that situation. And, you know, I would be the first one to tell you, hey, you want to save face? I'll let you save face. 
Now, with that same thing is that same thought, it's almost like, well, you know, if I don't fully understand the situation of what you're going through, I'm not going to push you either. And at the same time, I request the same, you know, the same type of treatment. Remember what Jesus said, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. All right. And for the most part, uh, people go about life. It is you don't have to address everything. You don't have to uh, even, you know, say something like if somebody made a mistake and stepped on your toe, they might say, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and you might be like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah. Um, it might have hurt your toe a little bit, but you just knew it wasn't on purpose anyway. So you just blow it off and you go about your business. OK, now the thing about it is, what if you ended up having something of more of a, a serious situation where, you know, there were the under the misunderstanding, okay, uh, caused the foundation of something that you was working on to totally break and fall apart. And so if this happens, you're going to say, what in the world happened? Uh, for example, when I said foundation, so just imagine uh, that you're a craftsman and you're building a house and you already laid, you know, the foundation down and you went away and you left, you know, several people there to watch over it. OK, while you just went off to lunch. And what happens when you come back and you see this big crack? In the middle of the foundation coming out, and aren't you going to say, what happened to the persons who were, you know, sitting around? And would you really let them just sit there and be quiet about that big crack in that foundation? Because now what's going to happen? That foundation is going to have to be relayed, report, isn't it not? And so before you go further, don't you want to find out what happened? Who was it that did it? Because if they did this thing, you want to make sure also that it was a mistake. Because if it wasn't a mistake, you, you don't need that person around you, do you not? And so the point is, if the person who cause this great damage doesn't speak up when you expect the other persons who were around to speak up and say what happened otherwise if nobody wants to say what happened what would you do in return does it mean you're going to uh, um, sit up there and, and dwell on it and, and be saying that, you know, I don't forgive you or anything of that nature. No, that 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 wouldn't happen like that. It would be more of, okay, since nobody wants to talk, then you know what? I, I'm going to go and work by myself. Or I'm going to go and find some persons who, if this type of thing happened again, they will communicate with me. All right. Now, does that make sense? Now, let's talk scripturally on how Jesus addressed this for a matter like this and, and so much more. You see, in Matthew chapter 5, 
In Matthew chapter 5, in verse 25, Jesus says, Be quick to settle matters with your legal appointment. Okay? Now, opponent. Now, with that, you know somebody is about to enact something legally. Just like, let's say, if we took that foundation of what happened to this uh, uh, house that this person was building, if it was purposely, you know, destroyed like that, um, before you actually get to this point of taking legal action, there's something else that could be done even before it gets to that point. And it's right in Matthew chapter 5 verse 23 now this is in reference to Christians okay people of the Christian faith but it still applies to everyone on the face of this earth if they want to take it in principle it does and so here it is in Matthew chapter 5 verse 23 it says if then you are bringing your gift to the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you Leave your gift there in front of the altar and go away. First make your peace with your brother and then come back and offer your gift. So did you notice how Jesus said that you leave the altar, you, uh, you know, the sacrifice that you was going to offer to God and you make your peace with your brother. Did you know in Matthew chapter 18, Jesus talks again about even before something has to be done in a legal way where he, he said, you know, before you bring anybody else in this situation, you need to. And in this day and age, I would say you better talk one on one with that person. You see, see, Jesus did say between you and that person alone. He does say that. So, why? what is the case? Well, why is this so important? You know, today sometimes people will say, and I actually read this recently, but I, but I see it all the time. People uh, have said it uh, quite a bit about, you know, just trust pr the process. Just have faith. Just do this, you know. And then if you want to keep asking questions, then they may reference at times that you don't have faith. But what does the good book says on the matter? What does the good book says on the matter? Now, you know you've prayed about things or prayed about situations, and you know you still have questions. Okay, sometimes you may not know who to ask because <laughs> that what happens too. But I'm going to show you how you can still make a viable, good decision, even when you can't even get answers. And it starts with this, okay? Turn over to 1 John and in chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. We're just going to read verse 1. And I'm not going to explain too much in detail on how deep this goes, but just notice what it is, even on the surface where it says, 
in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved ones, do not believe every inspired statement, but test the inspired statements to see whether they originate with God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Okay? So, as you can see, this was a warning to brothers and sisters and Christians uh, to make sure no one mislead them about, you know, God and any inspired expression of prophecy that they say uh, they have received or what have you. But know what it is still in principle for everything? Do not believe every statement. See, Proverbs talks about that. It actually it mentions that you have to be shrewd, okay? So, with that being said again, there are quite a few situations where we just can't take things at face value, especially when you haven't been able to dive deep to really test or inquire about what is being shown, what has been said, and who is it in reference to and who is coming about. But you actually still need what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 to do what? You need to talk with the person. And you need to talk with the person before you get other people involved. Now, of course, the choice is yours whether you do it or not. Yet, can you think of some relationships that you have right now that if you would have been able to talk to that person that you know from everything now that they had stated even beginning, they meant they were going to do every bit of it for you and more, even more in abundance than what you can even comprehend. Can you think of why that relationship ended? Was it because of a lack of communication? Um, was it because Matthew chapter 5, you know, what Jesus was talking about here, uh, wasn't applied? What happened? Okay. Now, we talk about forgiveness. You see, you see how I mentioned earlier about the, uh, like, you know, somebody just stepped on your toe and they just say, oh, <laughs> sorry. And it's like, hey, no problem. You're not even thinking anything about it. And even other things in life where it's like, ah, oh, I'm not even worried about it. Where you don't have to go into no long conversation with anybody about anything. And sometimes even if a person uh, make a mistake and kick you or, or what have you because of sitting too close on the school bus or whatever, you might even just blow that off without the person even having to say anything. Uh, we do that all the time. As I said, you don't have to address everything. However, this is how you know when you're not being petty if you do want to address something. And the example is always of what I just told you earlier. If someone does something that actually rips the very foundation of what you're building, who you are, your, your faith or what have you, then it's things like that that normally requires 
some type of conversation, uh, some type of dialogue to understand. And that's if the person wants to talk about it. Because remember, if someone is doing something on purpose, then you don't have to spend all day talking to them anyway. You're going to say, okay, uh, you don't care. You know, you don't care. I don't care. Then you know what I mean? And, and yet, you see how in that instance, you still test it to see by, you know, direct communication and even attempts uh, to whether or not that person is, you know, sorry that they broke the concrete, you know, in your foundation that you were building, you see. So that's the way it is with any type of relationship from family to work to or once again, just basically uh, meeting somebody for the first time. You have to communicate. And remember when I told you, you cannot pass that on to someone else if you really want to resolve the um, situation. You know, if you don't want to resolve the situation, then that's another thing too. But that's not what we're talking about. We're actually taking it from the standpoint that you have a good relationship with somebody, it has become strained to such a point where uh, just a little, little, oops, I'm sorry here or whatever, it's not going to suffice when the person wants to understand now, okay, I won't always go into intricate details, but you know, at the same time, If you just did this out of the blue to me, how do I know you're not going to do it again? And normally it requires that connection. People communicating, talking, and things of that nature to actually give each other the chance to really feel what is being said. And of course, you know, for people who pray a lot, having prayerful thoughts and conversations about it, you see? Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the world. And see, um, I've seen situations, and I'm going to close, you know, after this, but I've seen situations where persons have been associating with other persons in this way or that way. And people who were looking on the outside, uh, looking in, sometimes think that, now, how in the world could those two be working together when, don't you know this person over here is doing this and this person over here is doing that? And yet, because of the understanding that uh, and the boundaries that these persons have set for themselves, you know, they can work, they can get along together. Uh, yet, there's been times where persons have come in from the outside and purposely, can I use the word, just, I, I was going to say messed up, but just screwed it all up. Screwed it all up because one, they didn't respect one of the person's boundaries as they continue to fill the other person's head up with 
good things and and uh, wonderful gifts and all these other special things while they treated the relationship that the other person had that they were doing fine with you know the the partner so to speak why they treated that person like dirt and and continue to justify treating that person like dirt so if something like that happens and you end up in that type of situation here again if that person goes on to leave what do you think you need to do to get that person back if you really want to especially if you know that person's personality if you know that person did not want to withhold or ever withhold anything good from you so what do you think you need to do if you're in that situation what do you what would you want if it was on the other foot that you were the one who was made of lesser account made a pariah what would you want if the person you had relied on and had confidence in did that to you of course your choice is to walk away if you're like okay that's one that's one relationship that's gone or whatever that's one thing but what if again you actually wanted it back you could either initiated or you could still make for yourself a resolve in your mind you know I don't hold anything against that person but if that person really does want me back they are going to have to initiate it in authentic uh, authenticity excuse me being authentic and in honesty because otherwise you don't have to come back look what the scriptures say test the inspired expression and if you find that it's not true what does the Bible normally tells you after that that if the person is not good for you you read 1 Corinthians 15 33 you don't have to be around it okay so that's my um, concluding thought about communication forgiveness and love because remember I emphasize this as always love does not look for loopholes to hurt you love does not look for loopholes to allow other people to hurt you. This is a factual statement. If anybody ever asks you to do something that they wouldn't dare have you do to any one of their own family members, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So you know that you know it's bad, or especially even to themselves, then why would you do it to someone else? someone that you love don't let no one interfere in your relationship with God or your good relationship that you have with people okay I hope you enjoyed this week 
please share. Please uh, like if you like it. And we will pick up next week sometimes on the pop books update moments and things of that nature. A lot of good stuff uh, uh, coming is going to be coming out of the pockbooks.com domain. See that keyword out of the pockbooks.com domain and you will see what I'm talking about. Have a wonderful and beautiful day. Take care.